All right. So there's a movie I've been putting off watching for, I guess, for a year and a half now. And it's on Netflix. And it's, you know, one of the Netflix originals, which technically is not. They just bought the distribution rights from the company, which is Warner Brothers. And it's called Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. And it's directed by Andy Serkis, who does the motion capture and voice for Baloo, the bear. Now, I have to say this up front. I recommend this movie. I actually really fucking enjoyed this movie. I only have a few little problems with it. But if you are going to watch this movie based off my recommendation, you have to take this perspective into account. You have to try and not compare it to the 2016 Disney live action, and you cannot compare it to the Disney cartoon classic. Because if you do, you're not going to like this fucking movie. You can't. Think of this as a different telling of the classic tale, but done in a different way in certain regards. Okay? So, I'm going to run down the list of actors in this shit real quick for you. Christian Bale does the voice for Bagheera, the panther. Okay? Which I didn't even know that was him until I, I read the credits. Kate Blanchett plays, does the voice for Ka. All right? The, you know, the snake. And she also narrates the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie. And it's very, very comparable to her narration of the beginning of The Lord of the Rings. Very comparable. Like, I was like, oh, well, it kind of fits because Andy Serkis, right? Benedict um, Cumberbatch does, does the motion capture and voice for Shere Khan. And he doesn't sound like Smaug from The Hobbit, by the way. He does, he does a good job doing the voice on his own. Naomi Harris um, does the voice for one of the, the I think, of the mother wolf, Nisha. And um, uh, let's see, Jack Raynor does the voice for the brother wolf. Eddie Marzen does the voice for Vihan. I can't remember who that was. Tom Hollander, who played the, the guy who ran the East India Trading Company in the second and third Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, you know, the immaterial has become immaterial. <laughs> it's just good business. That guy, he does a voice for one of the characters. I don't know who. Uh, Frida Pinto's in there. She plays kind of the water pot girl, you know, that you see at the end of the Jungle Book cartoon, even though she's older in the movie. But she reminds me of that because she was carrying one on her head. And a kid named uh, Rohan um, Chand plays Mowgli. Okay. So what is cool about this movie is how it separates itself from the Disney versions is, and I'm not even bringing up the 2000 or the 1994 um, one with um, Jason Lee, who um, Jason Scott Lee, who, who played um, Mowgli and also played uh, Bruce Lee in the dragon movie. Um, I'm not even thinking about that movie at all, that live action. So anyway, how this movie distances itself is, first of all, there's no music in this movie. There's no, I mean, there's no actual song. There's a music, you know, there's a score, but there's no happy songs. There's no fun friendship building scenes in this movie. This movie is more serious. And it also, it doesn't deal with Mowgli on this journey to the man cub village, the man village. Instead, it deals with him growing up with this wolf pack family, being trained by Baloo the whole time. Baloo is there with the pack, training him how to be a wolf so he can join the pack when it's time, when it's called like the running of the wolves or something like that. Because if he can't join the pack, he has to be taken to the man village because Shere Khan wants to kill him, you know. So, and Shere Khan, and this is all stated at the beginning of the movie, Shere Khan's character kills Mowgli's family, you know, from the village. So, um, and so anyway, it's all about Mowgli's relationship with his friend, you know, um, with the other wolves, but most of the wolves look at him as a freak and he's got this one friend 
of the wolf pack, who's this albino, who's like the runt of the litter. And it's a goofy kid, you know, goofy kid voice and stuff like that. And they get along with each other. They're best friends because they're both the outsiders. They're the misfits of the group. And uh, so, but Mowgli, it seems so it's even harder for Mowgli to fit in because he wants to be more than what he's being looked at as. And so, and, you know, so anyway, it just deals with Bagheera training him to become stronger and all this stuff like that. And then all of a sudden he gets like, this movie doesn't end the way the, the Jungle Book, uh, you know, the Disney versions end. It doesn't end with him going to the man village. Instead, he's a part of the man village halfway through the movie. Okay. And it's like I said, it's told differently. And there's the, like, there's a really sad moment that I'm not even going to get into because it's more shocking and just disheartening when you see it happen. But there's a there's a there's a hunter that's also involved, a human hunter that's been hired by the Indian village to um, to uh, track down Shere Khan because Shere Khan keeps killing sacred cows, things like that. And Mowgli's involved with the village for a little while, and then he you know goes back with the wolves, and and it, it's just. It's like I said, it's done more seriously. It's not as serious as it could have been, but it's definitely not Disney uh, family friendly in, in that regard. It, it, this is like it balances between PG-13 and almost an R rating with some of the violence that happens in the movie, which, yeah, certain things Disney would not touch on in their film. If I had to make a complaint about this film, my major complaint would be the visual effects. If the visual effects in this movie were as good as the Jungle Book from 2016 that John Favreau did, I would I would say this is a great movie. But the visual effects hold the movie back because even though they're good, they're like if you you know if you normally watch this, they're like not bad, but they're still cartoonish enough that it takes you out of the realism of the movie. And also, then here's another big problem too: the good that the the and this fixes it. But the first thing I noticed was the motion capture on the faces of all the animal characters. They're way too like it looks like what they did was they got the actor's face and implemented about 25% of their face onto this animal's face. So it's like creepy like when you watch the cat, you know, um, you know, cat's trailer, it's kind of like that in a way. Not as bad, nowhere near as bad, but it reminded me of cats. And so the animals like the wolves and, and Shere Khan and, and Bagheera and, and Baloo, they all have human eyes, not fucking animal eyes. They're human eyes with human eyelids and wrinkles and, and some of the facial features are human and it throws you off. It, you know what it reminded me of? Remember the scene in the 1979 Invasion of the Body Snatchers where the homeless guy with his dog falls asleep next to a pod? And then all of a sudden they see later where the dog had morphed with the homeless guy and it has the guy's face with the dog. It looked kind of like that. Creepy. And so that for, it was a distraction when I'm watching this movie. And then, but what saved it at all was the performances. The acting was really, really good. So after a while, it didn't bother me anymore. So I think that maybe even after another viewing, I wouldn't even give a shit anymore about it. But after one viewing, it, it is a problem. And it does hold the movie back from being, in my opinion, a great movie. So, but I like this movie. A lot of people don't. A lot of critics were half and half on it. But I actually enjoyed seeing the Jungle Book story told. Oh, I'm sorry. The Mowgli tale story. Because apparently the Jungle Book's a bunch of different stories. It's not just Mowgli's tale. Right. So, this one's more Mowgli's story. And it's being told in a different way 
that I could appreciate because it didn't try to be family friendly fun. Instead, it was more gritty. And that's what I appreciated about it. It didn't try to say, oh, well, I can make it, you know, uh, I can make uh, like Disney, you know, just do my version. No, it doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like it, it goes into its own thing. So it never feels like it's trying to copy the Disney versions at all. It really doesn't, you know. So I do recommend uh, Mowgli, the um, Legend of the Jungle on Netflix. The Legend of the Jungle. Yeah, it's been and it's been on there for about a year and a half now. Uh, it came out in, uh, at the uh, Christmas time of 2018. So yeah, year and a half. And yeah, I do not regret watching. I'm like, fuck, I should have watched this sooner. So that's what I got. Okay. Right. That's all we got for this show. All right. Thanks for listening and uh, go watch some Netflix. Yep. Good night.